What do you say to somebody that they ought to, if they wanted to get their life together and they really want to make something of their life, uh, what are some of the values you think they ought to put in place? Number one, they need somebody out in front of them to coach them and guide them and ask them the big questions, help them navigate some of those tough spots. Buddy, I'm glad to have you with us today. Gosh, I am beyond honored. Are you kidding me? Let me ask you this, Mike, because we never talked about a lot. Tell me about your story, your beginning. I knew there was some a baseball, a lot of that, childhood, but what was it like coming up? Brothers, sisters, family, where you lived, what life was like for you, Mike Lynch coming up? Absolutely. So I grew up in Fayetteville. So we moved to Fayetteville, Georgia when I was four years old, I guess, moved to Fayetteville. Uh, Incredible. And I think it tells a lot about me as a person. So my parents, my dad worked with the same company 40 plus years. My mom worked in the same bank 30 plus years. Uh, They were incredibly just get up, work hard, do your thing and love your family. So they lived in that same house from 1973 till they passed in 2017. They didn't, they didn't move up with the Joneses. They just stayed where they were and did their thing. I've got a brother that's 11 years older than me. Who's an investment banker. And I've got a sister nine years older than me that's in uh, accounting and everything like that. So yeah, grew up incredibly stable home. We got plugged into new hope and that's really my spiritual story. Get plugged. We went to church every Sunday, but my dad kept watching all the traffic driving. Mm-hmm. I lived a half mile from New Hope. Mm-hmm. And so he watched all the traffic. So one Sunday he went up there and said, I think you're going to love it. We started going. And that was sort of the, the beginning of that spiritual journey that I went on. Yeah, that they were rocking. Ike was there. I think Hugh Kirby and, and all, they had the whole team. That it, it was set up well. I had my physical home there on Hickory Road and New Hope uh, on New Hope Road, a half mile away, became my spiritual home. And you walked in and, you know, every kid growing up at New Hope mm-hmm. thought being on staff would be the coolest thing in the world because Ike and and Rodney and Hugh and the whole crew, they just made it look like the most fun thing in the world. So I had a great vision of and and really a great picture of what it could be like mm-hmm. one day, and they just I mean they laid out a great model and wanted made you want more, made yeah. you want more. Yeah, that was now you got also you were playing baseball too at one point. Started playing at eight, and and I, I found out I was okay, and and ended up going into high school and right. made varsity as a freshman. Ended up going to Liberty University up in Virginia, playing for Bobby Richardson, and that was. I remember Coach Richardson calling my house. I didn't know who he was. My dad answered and said, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go check this out." And, and ah. the Lord the Lord knew exactly where I needed to be. Wow! And he had been connected with the New York Yankees at one time, right? That's exactly right. He was a Yankee from fifty eight to sixty six. Well, you getting to, getting to learn from a giant. Unbelievable! And what had happened was Ike was speaking there, uh-huh. took an article in the AJC, and left it on Coach Richardson's desk when he was up there about me. And I get a call from that article. They had one spot. It was the spring of my senior year. I was committing somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And they called, and it was all all from Ike. You and I had the same mentor in in one area, and that was with Ike. And I know we could spend the day talking about the good. I was thinking about the other day, the the number of wonderful people I've met because of him. And you're one of them. But he, he was really a close, direct mentor for you for a long time. Ike has that ability to see the best in people. Mm-hmm. And he he looks past all the the flaws yeah. and the hang-ups and and he sees what you could be. And I 
I look back at so many strategic places in my life, of course, as a teenager growing up under him, but even going out in ministry, mm-hmm. those calls back to him and going down to Fayetteville to go ride with him somewhere. And he would always ask me, are you being stretched? You still stretching yourself or you don't get lazy on me. Don't, you know, and he was just that, he was that guy out in front of you that I don't think ever saw bad in me. He always saw the good and called it out yeah. and did, it was just such a vital role in my life. Well, I remember you, you know, you weren't there, didn't know it, but he would talk about young guys coming up with potential. He and I would go places to speak. We'd go up to South Carolina or North Carolina and your name always came up. I mean, you were always, even when I didn't know you for years before I met you, Ike would be saying, now you gotta, you gotta know about this guy named Mike Mitch. Let me tell you about Mike. And, and I, I will say this probably to, to the detriment of some of the others, but of all the guys he brought the names, you appeared to be his favorite, you know, cause he brought you up a lot. And, uh, I used to think, man, I gotta meet this, I gotta meet this Mike Mitch guy. I wasn't disappointed when I met you. Well, you're too kind. Well, we all we all know we end up where we end up because somebody helped us get there. And I sure as heck wouldn't be where I am today if Ike hadn't seen those things in me. That's for yeah. sure. Now, did you always have a competitive side too? Was there something you, you like? <laughs> you, you know, as nice as you are, you just got to win. You know, and I think inside of every athlete, no matter if they're a pastor or a, that's why church softball, I, I just stay away from all that stuff. It's better to, that that's part of my life I need to leave behind. But yeah, I've got that fire yeah. that I want to win. I want to be the best. I want to win. And I still hope I help coach high school baseball and, mm-hmm. and it, it'll, it'll rear its ugly head. And sometimes yeah. the ump will come over and go, you know, I go to North Star. I'm like, well, I understand that, but you need, I need to help you out a little bit on this matter that we're talking about right now. And it's just, I think there's a burn probably to my detriment sometimes yeah. inside of me. But that's, that's who you are. I, I you know, I, I had the privilege, I spoke at that Georgia uh, coaches dugout club a couple of years ago with uh, David Smart. And you were there and a number of other people, and you were well known by everybody. They all know you, all these coaches from everywhere. And the same thing, you get around all those guys and there's that competitive side that, you can tell we'll be friends in this room, but if we're on a field, <laughs> so it's a different. That's exactly how it works. Exactly yeah. how it works. Yeah, I loved it. I, now, now, let me ask you this. What would you say to a young person who's probably where we have all been at one time, 18, 19 years of age, trying to figure out their career and their life? And, you know, some of them can waste their time. Some can invest it. Uh, some can, you know, just kind of go with the crowd. And some can mark out an intentional plan. What do you say to somebody that they ought to, if they wanted to get their life together and they really want to make something of their life, uh, what are some of the values you think they ought to put in place? I think, number one, they need somebody out in front of them to coach them. Mm-hmm. I, don't think, I don't think I would have figured it out without some valuable mentors a step or two ahead of me. I yeah. think that would be number one. Number two, I think finding that that why that bigger why that they were created for because right. in you you and I we've talked about this before i have so much respect for coaches and business leaders who are living it i certainly don't think our calling is the end calling i think i think that that call i was asking richard blackaby this question and it boy he nailed me with it i, I said so did your dad henry blackaby the great experience in god writer did he always design for his kids cuz they're all in ministry i yeah. said did he design it that way he said all my dad told me was richard follow jesus hmm. and whatever that takes you to do 
is exactly where you're supposed to be. And I think when we find that why, if we've got a great coach and we can figure out our why, the what sort of takes care of itself because we're all good at different things. We have different passions and abilities. Yeah. But I think the missing piece for so many is that person out in front of them to coach them and guide them and ask them the big questions, ask them the tough questions that help help them navigate some of those tough spots. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because I, you know, I know in my own life, I, I was like probably a lot of people, I was aimless. And until somebody came along and said, here's where you go and what you do, you know, it just didn't connect the dots. Now, let me ask you this. How about, how about besides Ike and all that, are there other mentors in your life you've had or books you've read that influenced you? Uh, people that you say, this person taught me this or gave me, gave me an insight right here that, that changed my life. You know, I I uh, I was hearing a guy talk the other day. This is this is a project I'm working on. So this gentleman was talking about going to Cooperstown. He wrote a book called Your Legacy, mm-hmm. and he said I went to Cooperstown, New York. I was about to buy a baseball signed by Johnny Bench, my childhood hero. Hundreds of dollars. I'm thinking, what's my wife going to get mad? What's the limit that I'll get in trouble for? What? Then he said, I thought Johnny Bench doesn't know me. Johnny Bench is big as big a fan as I am of him. He doesn't know my name. I'm sure he's a great guy. He said, what I need to do. And so he bought a bat, put his name on the bat, and he's taken that bat to 15 people that have been that hero Hmm. personally in his life. Right. And boy, that's a project I'm going to work on beginning the summer. And I think definitely Ike's on that list. Hugh Kirby is on that list. Hugh, Hugh was my youth pastor beginning in 1984, still at New Hope, mm. still a rock, still still my go-to. He's my phone call, yeah. unwavering. He's, he's Mr. Dependable. Right. Uh, Doug Couch, that was with Georgia Baptist for years and years, was super yeah. wild. Doug was a lot like Ike. And yeah. then, then you have those far-off mentors. Mm-hmm. You're one of those. I followed your ministry. I've listened to so many of your tapes and and your Bill Purvis leadership that you would put out on on uh, CDs, and I'd get yeah. those and I'd listen to them. John Maxwell, right. you know, with the, the old Enjoy Life clubs. I've still got the cassettes under my desk and the Gospel According to Claude. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget that. I yeah. mean, going to my first church, I had to figure out who Claude was. That's right. That's and right. and he was that. Ron Dunn was a was a. Bible teacher mentor. I had him. We've met. He wouldn't know me before he passed, but he mentored me from a distance. And I think we look back at our lives and we discover we are shaped by those people we choose to give an ear to, Yeah, whether good or bad. And man, I'm so thankful that the Bill Purvises and the John Maxwells and the Ike Reichards were who I was. I'm thankful of now I was able to give an ear to, and then, and then God brought the Hugh Kirby's and the Bobby Richardson's and those people, they brought, brought them in my life at those strategic moments to become those guardrails Mm -hmm. to get me where I was supposed to go. Yeah. Well, it has shown up. I honestly, Mike, you've had an influence in so many young guys. I remember the time you had me up there to speak to a lot of those church planners and and I the statement I made was now I know where all the youth pastors went because that's exactly were, right yeah and they were everywhere but they looked up to you you had an impact in their lives you've been doing that for so many years so long uh, the the best part about that is the investment that others have made in you you've turned around and made more of that in others when I, when I asked about that about investments let me ask you this 
what would you consider to be some of your most worthwhile investments you ever made? Like maybe in time or in money or in marriage or in anything. What are the investments you say, those are the things that I'm so glad that that was a part of my life that made the investment for me. My very first church, there was, I've only served in two churches. I was student pastor from 91 to 96. Then we started North Star in 97. Uh, but at my first church, there was a gentleman and we went out to lunch. My, my son was little at the time. Mm-hmm. And he said, Mike, you're going to have to make some choices. And the choices are going to determine the quality of your life as a husband and a father. Mm-hmm. And he said, as a friend sitting on the outside, he was a little older. He, he was the marriage that I wanted to have. I wanted my kids to turn out like his kids. And he said, you're going to have to choose. Are you going to choose for everybody in the world to know who Mike Lynch is? Are you going to choose for the most important people in the world to know who you are? And that was a pivotal conversation because those were in the early years of North Star when we were getting invited a lot of places and, yeah. You know, we were, we were on the circuit, you know, and, and I remember, I remember telling Ike, you know what, I, I'm just gonna, if people are willing to come here, I'm willing to do it, but I'm just not going to travel everything I can do to be home at night. And that conversation, I look back now with a 27 year old and 24 year old were so strategic because now we can do whatever we want to do. I can go when I want to go, but those formative years were everything. And I, I am so thankful that wise voice right. spoke into my life yes. at just the right moment, because we all want that. We all love our name on brochures and we love the honorarium checks and we right. like all that, but I can't get back that time yeah. at home. I just yeah, can't right. get it back. And so that probably was the most, that was the best investment I ever made. Yeah. The second part of that was it allowed me the opportunity to invest in our community. Mm-hmm. And so rather than pouring into leaders and places I'll never get to see again, right. I was able to take that same time that I would have been gone and I'm at work, my kids are in school and poured into leaders in our community yes. and develop deep roots that really help sustain our church during some really tough times. Yeah. And then the third part of that is my love of sports. I love, I love, I love church and I love sports. Mm-hmm. And through Zoom, four years ago, we started a coaches, scouts, Bible study. We had four, eh, four to eight guys on it every week. And then during the pandemic last year, we went up to 80. Oh, so man. we have head coaches and we have, well, I think we have 24 of the pro organizations in it. We have former major league manager, pitching coach, pitching coaches with the New York Mets. And it, it's, you get in there and every Monday I get off that call and go, that is worth every second yes. because that's their church. They're all sitting in clubhouses and they're road warriors. They're recruiting. They don't get to go to church. Wow. And for them, that's their small group. And now the head coach at Mississippi State is hearing from the head coach at Coastal about things he's learning in his walk with Christ. Mm-hmm. And man, that for me weekly it's worth everything I do. See, those are the wisest investments, Mike. Those are wise. The, the one you did first with your family, you know, to stay there and to say, instead of running the circuit, I'm going to take care of that. You know, we call it the trade-offs that paid off. I, I look at a lot of guys. I did the same thing. I pretty well, I reached a place where I said, okay, I'm coming off the road and staying here and build this and, and spend this time. And now I run into those guys again. They're much older and tired 
and their families are not on the same track, and I'm grateful that, that it turned out right. That is a trade-off you made that was right. That was good for you. And I, I haven't met your daughter, but I met your son, Casey, and a guy as sharp as a tack. So you've done it well. Your wife also, you outkicked your coverage there, buddy. No, so. no doubt. No <laughs> doubt about it. I just don't want her to know that yet. That's right. That's right. Well, and, and I think that's right. That's just great advice, though. Just the whole wisdom along the line and then what you're doing with leaders. Um, that's right. You're very smart. Well, that's one of the things, Mike, I'd guess that a lot of young leaders, they think, you know, there's always a need, so I've got to be meeting it. and got to be at it all the time, and they don't know when to cut it off, and they always think I'll catch up and spend the time with the family or other things. And what you've done is done it right because you get to spare your health, and God gives you the time to get the other, but you don't lose your family in the process. That's right, and you enjoy, you know, I'll, I'll, and you, I'm sure you went through the same thing in Columbus. Guys will go, I, don't, I can't believe you have time to do that, and you're like, yeah. I'm home. Yeah. yeah, I have time to do it. I'm glad to go take a bunch of coaches out to lunch or yeah. host a Bible study at my house. I'd much rather be doing that than traveling somewhere. Yeah. And they're the people you see all the time. And so I am just, I am so thankful that, you know, looking back in the rearview mirror now, that investment is paying dividends, Yes, compound interest dividends now. And I am so thankful for it. That is fabulous. Now, let me, all right, let me ask you this, because I, I mentioned about your podcast, which I encourage everybody to go to it, listen to it. I promise you, yours is endless. Um, but give us the, the uh, addresses for your podcast or your social media events, all that, so folks can pick that up. Yes. So the podcast is called Lynch, L-I-N-C-H, Lynch with a Leader. We began it in the fall of 2017. So it's sort of crazy. We set a goal as a church to help at our 20th anniversary in 2017. So that was January. We set a goal to help 10,000 people take their next step towards Christ. Not all of them are going to come to know Christ, but we want to plant the seed. We want to plant the seed. Boy, I began to feel that burden though. That needs to be your goal. Yeah. That needs to be your goal. And so I began, I didn't tell anybody that was in January February, my dad passed away unexpectedly, took a fall and had an aneurysm, fell, broke his neck. So that was February. I was at the ball field, went down there. April, my mom says, I don't feel well. We're taking her honey because I think she's got allergies. She's mm -hmm. eating up with cancer and she's gone by Memorial Day. No. And so in, in a span of three months, it was like our world changed. Yeah. And my parents, like I said, they were those kind, they were married 59 years. They'd have been married 60 years that year. Wow. And so we went to the beach and I'm sitting there at three o'clock in the morning. We left the funeral actually and drove to the beach and that whole 10,000 people. And I thought, how am I going to do, how am I going to do that? I don't want to tell anybody because how am I going to do that? I live in Ackworth. I don't know that many people. Mm -hmm. And podcast. And so I sat down at three o'clock in the morning and emailed five people. And mm -hmm. said, I'm thinking about a podcast. If you're willing to do it, I'd love to have you on. And that's yeah. how it started. How and they all said, I'd love to come on. And that began that journey of podcasts. And it's been, you and I were talking about what yes. it's 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 like sitting down over lunch, getting yeah. to meet the most incredible people and just sticking a microphone in the middle of the table. Yeah. So how it's it's it? wonderful. And so Lynch with a leader, and it's on every podcast uh platform. And then uh I'm at Mike Lynch on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And, uh, and we do something very similar modeled after your BP leadership for leaders. We do a thing called lunch with a leader mm -hmm. and we do it once a month in our community for business leaders and school leaders and civic and government, and all that stuff. Yeah. So those are all housed on our church website on YouTube. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's it's fun. Oh, I hope folks will connect with you because honestly, and you got a ministry up there. The the church North Star, actually, Ike Riker began that church. Didn't exactly you? right. And then he called you as the first staff member. And then when he left, you you took over and have done fantastic. Nobody ever voted on it. They never they they they're just stuck. They didn't know what to do, and so they just let me keep going. I thought I thought that was a great situation. I mean, y'all, you the two of y'all there and the impact you made. Now let me ask you this final question, Mike. And that'd be this: Tell me about your faith. What what that means to you? What that's done for you? How that's guided you? I would say that faith is that centering piece of my life. You know, I am, um, we talked about being driven and all those kind of things and that faith gives life purpose. Mm -hmm. I I can imagine, I think you and I are wired a lot alike together in the sense of, I think we would chase something, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if that whatever I chased would have any value to it, but faith gives it value. And knowing that what you're doing matters years and eternity past you. Not mm-hmm. only not only is our faith affected and our eternity is affected, that we have the ability because of our faith yeah. to affect someone else's eternity. Mm-hmm. And it just gives you a reason to get up every morning. And yeah. so it's that, it's that centering piece of my life that thank you, Jesus, that I came yeah. to know him at 14. Wow. And for all these years, you just try to get up and every day walk towards him a little bit better than you did yesterday yeah. and pray that you're heading in the right direction. Wow. And you've, you've sure done it, Mike. You really have. And especially even in that area as well, Kennesaw State College is up there, which is growing. And a lot of those, I recommend every time I hear another student going there, I got a church for you and I tell them about you because I know they'll be in good hands. And so. Thank you. Mike Lynch, I sure love you, buddy. Well, I love you too, fella. And I appreciate all you've done for me that you didn't even know. Well, you, you've done it for me as well, I promise you. And look forward to getting together again soon. But thanks for being my guest today. Thank you for having me. All right, buddy. Take care. All right. Thank you so much for watching this episode of the BP Leadership Podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and all of our other ones, we need you to do a few things for us. We need you to subscribe to the channel if you have not already. We need you to like these episodes, comment on these episodes, and share them with a friend. We want the world to see the incredible content that Bill Purpose is consistently pushing out right here on this platform BP Leadership Podcast. So make sure you do that if you haven't subscribed already, whether that's on YouTube or all of our awesome audio platforms that we're listed on so that everybody can hear this. So make sure you like, you comment, you subscribe, and you share the BP Leadership Podcast.